Facebook somehow. Um, But let me get into a little bit who she is, and she's going to go more in-depth on who she is, what she is, and what what makes her so cool. Melissa is a coffee-addicted mother of two who happens to speak to spirit. Yes, she does. She really, really does. She started her own business at the age of 17 and grew from a registered massage therapist to a certified medium through trusting her intuition, and who has found her passion in helping others to connect their intuition and purpose as well. We go into a really cool conversation here, and we kind of just let it flow. And what we talk about today is a little bit of numbers and some patterns and how that relates to your deeper intuition. So without any further ado, let's get into the interview with Melissa Bedeen. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am very happy that you're here. I love having you guys here listening to my, you know, my rambles and my rants and specifically my interviews. I love doing the interviews. They are so much fun. And I've been really into finding different areas of healing because intuition and healing, they just go together. They just do. And as I get more and more into the self-development stuff that I love so much, it's just never ending. And every time I think I've got something down, there's another new way to do it. And it's just really cool because you can kind of mix and match things and see what works. But I had connected with Melissa actually a while ago. I believe it was in your Facebook group first is where I found you. And then I was just like, every time you would do a Facebook live, I would stop what I was doing and I would get right on. And I just couldn't help listen to what you have to say. I'm just so into it. And there's another girl that I listen to the same thing. So I've got like the two of you on my radar. Every time one of you guys does a Facebook Live, I just stop and I put on you guys and I just have to listen. And I think it's because you guys are both just like intuitives. You're both energy healers. You're both into that stuff. And you just, it radiates off you like... Like you're glowing right now, just me looking at you. You're just glowing, talking, listening to me talk about it. So I want you to go into exactly what you are, what it is you do. I know you do a whole lot of stuff. You gave me a nice long list of what we can talk about, and I have a hard time just picking one. (laughs) So (laughs) but we're just going to talk about one today because I don't want to confuse people. So Melissa, tell us who you are. You're Melissa, but who, you know, what is it that you do? What is your gift? 
because what you have is truly a gift. And I want to just go into that today because I'm excited. I don't know if you can tell, but (laughs) I got my chai tea here and I'm ready to go. So go for it. Well, I love that it's in a wine glass. So thank you. Um, Morning, morning. Thank you. And I'm grateful to be here. So I'm Melissa Bedeen. I am an intuitive healer, psychic medium, massage therapist, Reiki, whatever. The list can go on because it just, it shifts always. Like you had said, you find something and then you feel that there's just something else that you're drawn to. So you got to go for it. So never done learning. Forever student is also in my hashtag bio there. But um, I am definitely one of those people who started off knowing as a child what I was drawn to and what I wasn't. And I luckily always listened to my own intuition, which kind of cast me as the outsider growing up. But in that, it gave me a lot of spare time to read. And I would take in a lot of different um, intuitive books, intuitive shows. I would always watch the medium shows. And I would go, I wish I could do that. So when you said what I have is a gift, the best part is Lauren. Everyone has this. It's whether we choose to develop it and grow. So we're all psychics, we're all mediums. It's just not everybody should because you don't want somebody who's super crass and mean to deliver messages from spirit. But we all are capable of doing this. And so um, on my journey, I've been blessed to actually go through a variety of different mentorships and and courses and programs and develop myself to be able to understand and and bring in awareness to what I'm actually taking in in the day-to-day and how to understand messages from spirit. And so luckily I've been able to turn that into my business and make that my passion to my, to like who I am and what I do as my purpose. And that, that passion to purpose is the best thing going forward in my life. Um, Aside from family and friends, I'm a mom of two, I'm a coffee addict. So that is all in there. I got to marry my high school sweetheart. So there's so much that goes to this. But I do believe in community and tribe. And that's the message that I share with Love and Light. And so thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. I love that that you've you've known this since a child, since you were a child. I actually had a guest on a long time ago who is also in this type of work. And she said that it came to her when she was a child. And I just find that fascinating to be able to like do something for so long, but know that it's actually inside of you. You know, like you said, it's in all of us, but some people like yourself, you just know it intuitively since you're a kid. Like, when did you realize, do you remember the age that you were starting to realize that something's different? Yeah. Yeah. No, there was an instance. And again, we all have moments in our, in our life, which flashes back to, was this a dream or was this reality? And so for the longest time, I questioned that. But I have a distinct memory of when I was a child, we had this duplex that had this beautiful view going over a hill. And so I remember staring at the clouds all the time because the way that it slanted, I was able to have a beautiful view of the skyline. And I'm from Saskatchewan in Canada, and that place is like the flattest land. So for any kind of slant, you get a you get that view, it, you get to see for quite a ways. So the clouds were amazing, and I would stare at the clouds, and I remember seeing angels I just remember talking to them and it was normal for me like it wasn't it wasn't an odd thing and it's because at a childhood we don't have ego that places in on worrying about what other people think about it so I just owned that and it was very much common for me and I remember expressing that to my family and they looked at me and they go that's a really good story Melissa that's a really nice tale what a big imagination and stuff like that and then I was like 
no, but that's real. And then I started to question it more. And then it started to kind of become taboo. So I didn't talk about it as frequently. And there was some instances growing up where I scared myself. Definitely, I don't watch horror movies anymore because I don't want to bring that energy in. And so that was like the first time I realized it wasn't everybody that saw that with me. It was, it was my own journey that I was on with that. And as a result of shutting it down in my teen years, I had to redevelop it. And so it was almost like I took the training wheels off, scraped my knee, got scared, and now I'm, I'm going back for it. And so it's one of those gifts where we all are capable, but that's my first big memory from it. That's so cool that your first memory was seeing angels. I love that. That's, that's amazing. That's awesome. I mean, what must have been going through your head as a kid seeing that and then having everyone else t- basically tell you that, oh, you're a little crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what yeah. it sounds like, <laughs> you know? And I'm sure you're not the first person this has happened to when you kind of shut down because, you know, you're not fitting in with the crowd or whatever it might be but ultimately that's that's kind of what it is we don't feel like we're fitting in we feel like we're a little little crazy here so we we shut down and we hide our feelings we hide our emotions we hide our thoughts we hide everything and that's what just causes dysfunction <laughs> yeah really that's, that, that's essentially dysfunction we shut down what we truly believe and I'm sure at one point in all of our lives I would say probably for 100% of the um, the world, 100%, we have shut down in some way. And that's why we're, we're here today, learning from one another to bring that back out again. And I've really been working on this part, working on the intuition part, because I have for the longest time shut down my emotions, my feelings, everything. Um, being married twice, you know, like something was telling me that I shouldn't do it, but I did it anyway, because it was the thing that you were supposed to do. I now hate that word. I don't like the word supposed to. I don't think you're supposed to do anything except for what is deep coming from deep within you. And that's a hard thing to do. It really is a hard thing to do. But then when you can start to tap into your emotion and listen to yourself and understand it, that's a hard thing to do. That's really hard, especially when the rest of the world and the people and the friends around you, you know, you might be, say, giving up a career that you're making $100,000 at to, you know, stay at home and do your passion when people think, oh, that's just a side thing. That's that. You, what are you crazy? You can't do that. What about stability? What about family? What about all this other stuff? And then it just scares us into going back into what we call the norm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just went on a, off on a rant there, but it's just what's been on my mind lately but I really feel like this is like a lot of people are thinking and it's what a lot of people really want to do. It's hard to truly be ourselves if we don't know who we are because we've shut down. Right? Exactly. That's why there's that awakening and shift happening right now within the universe and the way that everybody's working. Yeah. Yeah. I felt the, I mean, with this last Mercury retrograde, I felt like intense pressure and it was just confusion And in the beginning, I was like, oh, this is great. I feel fine. I feel wonderful. This is awesome. And then this pressure just came down on me like a boulder pushing my head to the ground. And I was like, whoa. And that's when I really started, you know, listening into everything very clearly, very clearly. But I want to get into today's topic because it's something that I really feel like will benefit a lot of people. And I'll use myself an example, like we had spoke about before we got on here, talking about signs and symbols um, that you just see 
all over the place. And I was telling Melissa before we got on that I see this, I've been seeing this number probably for about five or six years, consistently, everywhere. And it's just, it's a little freaky because I don't know what it means and um, can't quite figure it out. And it's the number 42. I see 42, I see 420, I see 24, I see 042. It's always those three numbers that I see consistently. Like I hear a lot of people see angel numbers, right? Which are like double digits of the same number. So one, one, two, two, three, three, four, four. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but this is just my basic understanding of it. But 42 is haunting me. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to say that. No, that's fine. That's fine. We need a little bit of humor here because <laughs> it is kind of humorous. I see 42 everywhere. I mean, I'm driving down a street. I look up at a house. It's number 42. You know, it's just because uh, I work, I still work full-time job and I work at a grocery store and the numbers on the boxes are 42. Everything's 42. What is with the 42? Please tell me what this is trying to tell me. 42. <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> well, I know, I don't know every number out there, but I did study a variety of different things and you had discussed angel numbers. So angel numbers do have their own representation and they don't have to be all in unity, like the 111, 222, those kinds of things, but they each have their own specific message. So the number 420, 42, even if it's 24, each time it's switched, that is a different meaning for what you need in that moment. And there's a mini message that goes with that. And so I would love to pretend like I knew what everything meant, but those numbers specifically, I don't know in that order, but I do know two is about bringing in abundance into your life and keeping a positive attitude in order to allow that. And so sometimes spirit, and I call spirit, some people will call it the universe, God, Wicca, Buddha, whatever you call to. And I believe that it's just a positive energy that we allow in. They're trying to lead us on our path to bring us into the messages that we need at that time to guide us. And so we still ultimately get free will. We still get the choices. But if we're going, God help us, and then we're ignoring every message, you know, I feel like my guides sometimes shake their head on decisions I've done, but it's just that guidance that they're giving us. And so when you get a number four, that one can also be about positivity too, because I do feel that the number two, when it's amplified, like two and two, so meaning equal four, I do feel that that's just advanced that for you like it's almost like that shift from a, a negative mind frame has now shifted to a more positive mind frame and it's just reminding you to keep on that is what I would say intuitively for you with your specific one and again for everybody who's listening it's amazing to be able to trust your own intuition and what it means because you can read a book and you can feel that only one sentence out of a whole page really resonates with you well then that's that sentence for you and so I've had people where They'll do oracle cards and I do oracle cards and it's, I do, I actually try everything because you never know until you try it. And I'll find that I used to really reference the books and now I don't read them. I just go with the card and what I get for that person. And some people were a little disturbed by that process because they didn't understand the symbol behind it, or they didn't maybe understand how to read it. And so it's all interpretive. The best part is the first thought that comes to your mind is usually your higher self and your higher self is your spirit self, your intuition. And the second thought, the one that we overthink, that's ego. And that's what's going to shut it down on us. So we overthink it and question it. That's, that's our own self getting in our own way. And to develop your intuition, I have to tell you, you got to push that little guy aside and move forward. And so I hope that answers it for you. 
Lauren, I do feel like you've taken a shift from coming from a space of a mind frame of living beliefs, and that's now manifesting to a positive place and allowing more abundance in your life. The number zero, I also feel is something where it brings in self-worth. And so it's, it's that self-love as well for you. And so each number can mean something different in the order that it's placed. And with all of the numbers that can combine in different orders, it is really important to actually truly trust your intuition on it. And so with having an understanding of each specific number on its own, and then how it can differentiate from a reading from there to when you combine it to even reversing it. So if it's 42 to 24, those would each mean something different in what you need at that time. And so I actually just Googled and I do recommend people to have their own intuition with this because Google's not the full answer for everything, but it does help. But it's what is the spiritual meaning for number 420. And it's a message for you for opening your heart to wonderful possibilities and opening opportunities to do with your soul mission. And so you have a strong and clear connection with the angelic and spiritual realms, and you are receiving divine guidance through your intuition, dreams, and reoccurring thoughts. And so that's what 420 means by Google standards. And so if there's only one sentence that means something for you, pick that. If the whole thing resonates with you, use that. But I'm a firm believer that we can get guidance from anything, whether it's a number, whether it's a sign from spirit in an essence of finding feathers in odd places. For me, that is actually spirit coming and saying that they're around me. I also have picked certain signs and symbols for specific purposes. So when I'm doing a reading, it's really important to understand what my energy is going to bring and what that person's energy is going to bring. And also what spirit's energy is going to bring because each spirit will decipher something for me. And I was taught, and I love this analogy. So this is actually from my mentor, Carmel J. Baird, but she taught that when you do a reading, you are playing a game of charades with a body of light. And so when you think about that, you're playing a game of charades with a body of light. It is the hardest freaking game you will imagine because they may not speak to you. They might just show you a picture or they may speak to you, but you need an extra understanding. So you're, you're trying to figure it out. So it's like, is it two words? Is it, you know, going from there? And so for some readings, like for me, there was a childhood incident where a trampoline and my uncle just, that's what I think about him. Whenever I see a trampoline, I think of my uncle because there was like a whole ta-da where I ended up peeing my pants as a child. And it was like, he just, I was on the trampoline for far too long and it was at my uncle's house. And so for me in a reading, when I see a trampoline and I'm trying to understand who the family member is, that's uncle. That won't mean that to anyone else. That is totally my own symbol. And so when you do a reading, and yeah, I'm totally open to owning my own weird, but <laughs> when you do a reading, it's really important to understand that that's what I interpret it as, but I still have to deliver it so the client understands. So I'd say, does a trampoline mean anything to you or do you resonate with that? And if they go, no, not really. Then I go, okay, this is what it means to me. Is your uncle crossed over? And then I would go for there because sometimes it's just a variety of different understandings on how we look at life. Some people might look at a sunset as very closing or the end of a day where for me, it's that beautiful memory of, you know, um, embracing those moments and looking into the day and cherishing it. Everybody has their outlook on it. Some people are morning people. I'm a night person. So that is also why I cherish the sunset. So it's all interpretation really and trusting your own intuition for yourself because the guidance is there. It's just whether we listen. Yeah, that's so true with the symbols and example with the trampoline. Yeah, I love that. And it's just, it's funny how things come up from your childhood a lot. Like I'm, and I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. I am absolutely terrified of birds. Birds freak me out. They scare me. 
Um, I can't be near a bird. A bird flies by my head. I will run and hide. And I really believe it all came back from when I was a child and my aunt and uncle always had birds in their house. That was just like their animal. They didn't have any kids, but they had birds. And I remember going up and I was, I must've been really little. I must've been about two or three years old. And I was shown one of their birds in the cage and just so happens that when I was brought up to the cage, the bird just dropped dead, dropped dead in the cage. And then I remember birds flying. I remember bird flying towards my head when I'm a kid. And I remember just dropping to the floor. They had this big bird statue that was probably, you know, as big as like maybe a four or five year old kid. So I don't know how tall that is, but the bird was just painted and it was wet. And I remember my uncle saying, don't touch the bird. And I was going to touch it and he yelled at me. So I jumped back and I freaked out. So it's like, I know where that comes from. I know why I'm scared of it is silly. But every time I see a bird, I freak out. And that's like my symbol. Birds are just like, okay, stay away because something stupid might happen. Something might freak you out. But it's not, it's a bird. I remember working when I was working in the store and we would decorate for Halloween, you know? And one of the managers thought it might be funny because he knew how afraid of birds I was because we would have birds every once in a while fly through the store, through the back door. Um, he thought it might be funny to get these fake crows and put them all over the place. I was terrified of a stuffed bird. <laughs> That's my freak out symbol. You want to scare me? Send me like a, a stuffed <laughs> bird now. I don't think you want to throw that to the universe because you might get out a number of like random birds. (laughs) And see, for me, spirit is the sign for birds. So when a bird swoops in front of my car, I need to pay attention to the messages that I'm receiving because we can get stuck in our day to day and not be attentive. And so totally different. What means to one will mean to another. Yeah. And it's, it's so funny. And I, I just love, that's why I love different types of symbols. Seeing things repeatedly makes me really like, okay, what does that mean? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why I wanted to have this conversation today with you. Cause I was like, this happens to so many people, but they're not looking into the meaning of it or they're not understanding it, or they're just ignoring it, pushing it to the side, whatever, you know, we get busy in our everyday lives and we choose not to stop because we don't, you know, quote unquote, have the time. So, um, yeah. What else do you have to have? Like what else sticks about out about symbols and signs that you see? Like what could really, help someone understand um, what importance this has in their life. There's so many and I love them all, but I actually, I, I brought um, a book to the show, <laughs> but this is actually an animal spirit guidebook. And so for people who are drawn to a specific animal, I do believe that we all have a variety of guides and I call it woo-woo for some because it's just, you know, maybe they're not a hundred percent comfortable with it, but they still, you know, have that curiosity and are drawn to it. And that just means that they're opening themselves up. It doesn't mean that they're closed. It just means that it's coming for them. So for me personally, in the beginning, when somebody said an animal totem and a spirit guide, that's an animal and stuff, it just, it was odd for me. And here I am now with a whole team of a variety of, you know, guides, angels, and animals that are guiding me and so if let's say you are drawn to a random animal and for you even a fear in a certain animal so you could look up bird but it's one of those things where it gives you a message so then there's three different possibilities it's like the main one if you consistently see an animal so like if I'm driving I'm in Canada there's deer everywhere and they're always on the side of the road and if I see it 
I know what that means for me. But if you look in the animal guidebook, it could be if it's your power animal or your totem animal. And there's a message in there where you can reference it. And so this book, it's called Animal Spirit Guides by Stephen Farmer. And he's a PhD. And so I'll just kind of bring this here for anyone who is looking for it. But there's a variety of different books that can go with that. And so that's the book that I resonate for the messages. He also has a pocket guidebook, which is a smaller one that I used to carry around in my big old mom bag. But the thing is, is there's synchronicities. If you consistently dream, like I held a women's empowerment class last night. And one of the women said that in her dreams, she consistently sees bears. And I love that because the message she got behind it was so validating for herself. It was, it was very empowering to see that shift as well. When she got that message to just be like, I know exactly what that means. And I get it. And that's perfect because I do believe that we can call on the energy of a name. We can use the energy of an image or just having that intention set forward. So when people use affirmations, they don't realize that they're setting that intention and they're calling in that energy. And so it's all about this whole magical world called manifesting. And so I use the manifestation behind these messages to help make me a better person in this life and hopefully spread that message of love and light for others because it is really easy when you actually start to break it down of, oh, you see an animal all the time? Maybe look it up. See what that message means. You don't have to pay thousands for readings and stuff. You can just honestly purchase a book or Google it like we did with the number and make it your own. And so that's how it started for me, by the way, in doing my readings. I started off as a massage therapist. It was very methodical. It was very scientific. We learned the anatomy. And then after a while, I was like, okay, but like some people just truly come to relax and I want to enhance that relaxing. So I took a Reiki level one and two course and I found a passion within me had been sparked. And so from there, I realized that my own intuition had also been sparked as well. And some people say that in the attunement process in Reiki, and if this is kind of like whoosh for some, don't worry. It's just you're meant to take it in when you're meant to take it in. But that's when I started actually seeing more images like I did in my childhood. And I would see animals for my clients. And then I would just reference it in this book for them and be like, hey, you know, here's a little extra. If it doesn't make sense, no worries. But I just thought I'd share this with you. And then it built my confidence to get to where I am today. So it all is in phases. But you can, you can use numbers. So there was um, a Dorian Virtue app where it had angel numbers. It's discontinued now. And so I'm scared to update my iPad because I still have it there. But you can type up any number and it has her specific meaning for it. You could Google it. Um, you can use symbols from spirit. So I built up my spirit dictionary for when I do readings, like the trampoline symbol that I discussed, to even animals, to even just an emotion or a color. Like everything can mean something. So a color reading is a symbol for somebody as well. When somebody talks about like auras and colors and chakras, I find that they're all one and the same. They all work very well together. And so when I look at someone or when I call on that person's first name, I draw on that energy and a hundred percent, I'll pick up a color for them. And then that color relates to their energy. What chakra is in most balance or out of balance that they need healing at this time? What do they emanate? And then that's something that I actually can feel what we, we draw to ourselves and we're attracted to. So like example, do you mind if I just kind of go on your energy, Lauren? Go for it. Yeah. I get a lot of green. I feel like right now is your time for self-love and healing, but I feel like you're also putting that out to the universe and that's now your message. It's to also enlighten other people and share that love and to eliminate the negativity that's been surrounded in your past. And so does that resonate for you? Oh yeah. Now the color that I feel you're least attracted to right now, and this would be a shocker that would be coming out like from out of balance that I feel you're starting to open to is yellow. Does that make sense? I never really liked yellow. 
See, and so <laughs> when, when the color of my walls, it's green. Ah, <laughs> but you're lately green. I love it. And so that's the thing. And so when we look at that, do you know what yellow means? I don't. So for that one, if you're to look at it in a chakra sense, which you learn for Reiki classes and, and in reading auras, but that's all about your solar plexus chakra. And that's standing in your power. And it's being from a place of discomfort. And I feel like you're taking a shift and taking the steps to stand more in your power. So I do feel like you're incorporating little things of yellow, but it is still not your favorite color, but it's coming. And so for that, if you wanted to make that a stronger chakra, if you wanted to bring that into more power for you, it's actually important to draw that color in. So eat more fruits and vegetables that are yellow, like put lemons in your water and that will do it to even wearing yellow because you're infusing that or being attracted to yellow crystals like citrine, which can also enhance abundance and stuff as well and self-confidence. But it's standing in your power is the main message behind that chakra where I do feel you come from a very big heart center. And I also feel like with the green, it's also an empathic energy for you specifically where you pick up other people's emotions. So if somebody's crying in front of you, it's almost like, ah, shit, you might start crying too. And so it's one of those energies that you can read from other people and make that a symbol for them or read read their essence in that in that space and so does that make sense it does make sense but you know what I used to be a big empath and now I'm not at all I think I've I think I've reconditioned myself to not I don't take on other people's emotions I'm kind of like I'm kind of dry when it comes to that. And I'm at the same, at the same time, I'm like, Oh my God, why don't like, I don't feel bad. I can listen to people. I can understand. I could take them in, but I no longer let myself get sucked into um, taking on their emotions. And sometimes I'm wondering, I'm like, wow, do I have no heart whatsoever? (laughs) No, that's actually a perfect example. So when we went to the yellow and standing in your power, that's the yellow. When I said there was a shift in that, that's that shift. You created a boundary on what you will and will not take. So when I do a reading, I create a boundary too, because I don't want to be crying if a client's crying. It's not my energy to take on. And so that's that shift for you. So it's coming into an attraction with that and allowing that one to build. And I don't find like we're always all in balance or that we're always out of balance, but that's actually a perfect example for you because that's that's an amazing shift. That's an amazing Taking in your power, standing in, in your right, in your energy and owning that. So good. Don't feel bad about that, by the way, because that's actually really empowering. So good. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny to hear that because I used to be a big empath. I mean, have been divorced twice. I've gone through, you know, a whole lot of stuff. Nothing life-threatening or horrible, but enough to really shake up your emotions. And I've gotten to the point where I won't even let like, and this, this is something I need to work on. And I know that. I know that. I've gotten to the point where I can't even attach to or feel the emotion of like a potential relationship, which is why I haven't been in one because I just don't care. You know, I'm just (laughs) like, no, I'm good. I'm good. But I have a feeling that once something hits, it'll just feel right. And I think this is, this is that telling me that this is not right. You're not feeling it. It's just not happening. So, you know how, you know, when you're younger, when you're in your twenties, Although you've been with your high school sweetheart forever, so you might not know, you might not know this, but you instantly fall for someone, you know, when you're young and you're in love and, you know, oh, this is the right person. This has to be it. I don't feel that. I'm in my 30s now, my late 30s, and I've been through so much bullshit my entire life where I won't let anyone cross that boundary anymore. So I feel like everything that you said has been years and years and years 
and years, and I'll stress that, years of progress, years of work, years of emotions, years of being an empath, I won't let that cross me anymore. It just, it won't happen. And even if I do get into something, I get out of it really quickly because I'm like, maybe I should give it a chance. Uh, No, I don't think so. (laughs) I can cross that line. I can put that line up very quickly. Wall goes up. (laughs) (laughs) But that's also trusting your intuition, which is fantastic and standing in your power. So amazing because that's that intent too. what you put out, what you're wanting from the universe, what you're asking. So you're creating your own, you're creating your own destiny in that sense. Yeah. It's, and again, it's taken years and I feel like it's totally worth it because, you know, we want everything to happen so quickly and it's just not going to happen quickly. It's just not. You need to be aware of what is going on around you, of changes that you need to make. And this is why I feel like this is the perfect time to really step into that, listen to that intuition. And it's happening, like I said, but that didn't come naturally to me. Mm-hmm. But now it's starting to form. Beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, that was great. That, uh, I love when you did the reading because you did that reading for me a while ago. It's probably like, what, three or four months ago, I think, when you did that $25 special for your sister. Oh, right. The tribute. Yep. Yeah. And that was great. I got that meet my email. I was like, wow. <laughs> She's spot on. <laughs> Thank you. That was honestly, I, I love being able to do that and to connect to everybody's energies, but it's you guys too, who, who like really, whether you resonate with it or not, you take what you needed to hear from that too. Cause like, I find that even if I re read or re-listen to an old reading, I'll take up more that comes out of it the second time, or, you know, maybe I wasn't ready to hear it at a certain point, but you know, we, we pay attention to what we need in that moment. So that's amazing that you're open to doing that for yourself. A lot of people close those doors out of fear. And again, fear comes from ego and so you're pushing it aside. You're standing in your power, Chica. So that's amazing. Yeah, it's been, I'm telling you, years of work, but totally worth it. And it's hard. It's really freaking hard. But every step is like a new lesson because every time you make a mistake, it's less scary. Mm-hmm. And you can learn to accept that, okay, you know, things are going to be scary. Things are going to be hard. I'm going to fall down. I might, you know, break a finger or break a leg but it's okay because it's just going to heal itself. You're going to move on and you're going to, you're going to learn to be stronger each time you fall. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty amazing. And having that intuition part, everything that you talk about, everything that you teach is an important part of that because without having that piece, even though I didn't really know much about that piece, but I really started listening to myself that's when I started to integrate everything. And that's why I'm really interested in bringing all these types of experts on like yourself, because each piece is going to say something different. Each piece is going to have their own way, but it's coming from the same, you know, heart center. And that's, what's important. That's perfect. And I agree with that. It's, it's whatever resonates with you and what you're ready to hear at that time and taking it in. One thing I love is setting that intention too with our words and allowing that to become, you know, our own, our own 
Because like when I do a reading, I don't say like, this is fact, this is 100% because we have free will. And so it's almost prescriptive is what I'm learning as well and how to guide people because you can take what you want from it. And I could tell you that in a relationship reading, certain things come up and I feel like there's an imbalance and stuff like that. But people will be like, oh, I can fix that. And that's just what their energy is going for. They, they want to do that. When in reality, that reading is meant for spirit guiding them to say, maybe it's not your job to fix somebody because we all come here for lessons. So in any time I feel like we're in an uncomfortable place, I always really want to advise everybody to look in it for the lesson. What is the lesson we need to learn? So if you find there's repeat patterns that happen in your life, look for those signs and symbols and then allow yourself to learn that lesson because then you won't have to repeat the same thing again and again. Because I do find that repetition is there and people will sit there being like, why does it feel like I'm always beating my head against the wall? Well, did you consistently shift and, and be like, okay, hey, that didn't work. So I'm going to try it from this angle. And they're like, well, no, I, I can't, like I tried this way again. And, and it's, you know, allowing yourself the opportunity for growth too. So look for the lesson and allow yourself the opportunity to succeed because I do find we get stuck in our, in our old patterns pretty easily sometimes. Yeah. It's easy to do that. It's really easy to do that. That's why, you know, people try diets. They don't work. They don't work. You know, anything that's a cycle, mm-hmm. it's the same thing the same thing and um it's real important to look into that like you said totally totally agree 100 percent. and this was a great conversation and a lot of fun definitely had a lot of fun so tell everyone where they can find you at oh super original name so my name's melissa bedeen and you can throw a dot com on there and so <laughs> That is my website, melissabedine.com, one L, two S's, and it's B-A-D-I-N-E. And then I also have a Facebook group, which I'm very proud of because everybody keeps coming more and more out of their shell and owning their gifts and standing in their power with me. And it's Find and Follow Your Soul's Purpose, which started off as a business builder course. And I'm lucky and blessed to have Lauren on there as my podcast coach and my online course. So shout out Lauren. But um, with that, I had a couple life shifts that had happened. And now I'm just, I'm standing in my power with everything. And I want to teach everybody what I know. So you can take what you like from me. This is a free group where you can, you know, I do free card draw readings. I offer specials pretty much every week and have fun within there. And then I've also got a Facebook page. Again, super original, but Melissa Bedeen. So (laughs) a variety of stuff out there for anyone who resonates, wants to learn more and connect. And then if you don't, just I wish you all a blessed day. Like I really honestly love being able to connect. I hope you learned and enjoyed what I said. And I feel like we're all here for each other and our own intent. So thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. And I have to say, you must join her group because I've gotten rid of a lot of groups, but I kept yours. I kept yours. I love it. I love it. Even if I don't get a chance, I really haven't been active in a lot of groups lately. I'm just trying to like refocus and I think there's a lot of shifts going on in my head well I know there are so I've just been stepping away from the social media but again whenever I'm on there just browsing and you pop up I'm in there so you need to check her out and you know you'll get a lot of insight by just being in that group and um, it's a great community so I highly recommend Melissa's group it's a lot of fun you're welcome